0: Welcome all to the Pro Football Radio Podcast. This is episode 26. The puma wants to just slap his ass <laughs> off for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what's so funny, but the kid has not stopped that for five minutes right now. It's
1: been a, it's been a long day. Yeah, why is that? It's been that? a long day. I don't know. I think it's still from like fallout of, you know, yesterday with it just being a whirlwind. You know, for those that don't know us, you know, we're, we're in the aviation business by day because... We got to find a way to fucking fund this thing. Uh, And yeah, if you were in the Northeast and you looked out the window yesterday, you would understand that it was a fucking shit show, you know, at wherever the hell people were going, at airports, delays. It was fun. It's fun.
0: So yesterday, um, something happened to me that hasn't happened in about three years.
1: They fuck up a coffee order?
0: Since, No. No. Since I worked at Tradewind, actually, with you, um, I haven't had somebody yell at me slash drop the f bomb, wow, towards me.
1: Holy crap!
0: I know it hasn't happened since Tradewind. I think that happened to me last week. I know, I know, and uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, Brandon. I'm not gonna lie to you. It took a lot not to get fired yesterday. <laughs> it right. It Took a lot not to get fired, man. Yeah. I uh, I couldn't I couldn't for some reason um. I almost hung up the phone. I almost hung up the phone and decided I was going to say, hey, listen, unfortunately, my phone got cut off. Right. <laughs> but I knew if I did to this client, he's like one of our biggest clients that we have. Right. It would have been a bad, bad day
1: for me. Yeah. You then know? you get pulled into a meeting.
0: Oh, it was bad, dude. It was bad. You know what's uh, the best part is? Actually, I got to give a shout out to Aaron the Vikings fan.
1: Oh, Aaron the Viking fan. What are he talk you Viking, off
0: ledge? Aaron the Viking fan was holding down the, the back end of the day on the west coast oh word yeah so i worked uh, the problem the first half of the day he worked the problem the second half of the day um and <laughs> thank god he came to a solution because it was a, dude all i'm saying is when there's weather and it's a busy travel day in private right. aviation, it's just gonna be bad and i'm guessing it's gonna what was be it? it
1: was person going west to east
0: yeah a person was going from uh west hampton to van nuys oh uh, a wave of thunderstorms came through and yeah. what happened was they couldn't get out. They were stuck on the ground for four hours. Oh, God. And eventually, after after it started to clear up, that's when the crew ran out of duty. Oh, no. So it was, like, not just, like, one issue. It was, like, three different issues at once going right. into the whole crux of the uh, the day yesterday. And the grand, I guess the grand fucking solution was to overnight them in uh, West Hampton and then fly out this morning when they have a oh, fresh... Okay. Uh... But i tell you what, I... I uh, I, t- I almost got fired yesterday, bro. Yeah. It took a lot for me to just like bite my tongue and kind of move on, you know? There's,
1: there's a lot of that going around. Well, yeah. I'm glad, you know, you're still employed. Yeah. I'm still employed. We don't have to sell fruit under the freeway. Yeah. You know, I don't have to start literally figuring out am I auctioning off a kidney to fund a wedding? Mm-hmm. And uh, Aaron the Vikings fan. Yeah. Coming through clutch. Look how's, at that. how's the wedding preparation going, man? Oh, you know. Yeah. <gasps> We're looking at a, I think we're, yeah, we're looking at a venue uh, Saturday out okay. in Stanford. Okay. I think, uh, it, I forget what the hell it's called. I think it's like, it's called the loading dock, but it, it, it looks like a giant former like mill building that got turned into like, you know, a hall that you can rent out. It looks pretty friggin' sick. All so right. yeah, that's what we're doing Saturdays, you know, a little bit of wedding planning and venue stuff and all that. Yeah. So Awesome. You know, she shows me stuff and I look and I give the thumbs up or the thumbs down. Granted, like. You know, it's it's really like her special day. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, this looks you're, sick. You're along for the ride, right? There you was know? only <laughs> one venue where I was like, no, 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 it just it didn't look good. What it venue was that? It was where the hell was it? It was on the other side of Connecticut, yeah. almost like on the Rhode Island border. Okay, but like it just it didn't look good to me. It didn't look good. <laughs> she was on the fence, and All I'm right. like, well, hey, eh. listen,
0: at the end of the day, it's your wedding as well. You know, what you what I'm know.
1: Saying? Like this is my one veto, <laughs> my one. <laughs> How many vetoes do you get? Like I'm, three? I'm assuming I get like one. So yeah. I, I already nuked it for the entire process at this point. So okay. if she wanted to be like, oh, all the all you and the groomsmen are wearing a pink suit, I'd have to say yes. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I used up my one. Are you veto. wearing a pink suit? I mean, if she wanted to, because I burned that one veto on that venue. All so right. All right. have you decided what color
0: are you gonna no, wear? No, no. You, you seem like a very. Um, Purple-ish kind of guy. Yeah.
1: What gave it away? The purple V-neck I'm wearing uh, right probably. now. Probably. Yeah. I uh, love purple. It's a color. Ro- why? It's a color royalty, man. You know? You know I'm saying? Yeah, peasant to royalty. The Brandon DePuma Silva story. Right? Yes. I can't believe you guys are getting married in the. I man. know, right? Oh, wow. Jesus. Dalting. <laughs> it's finest.
0: Um, cool. So give you guys a quick rundown of the podcast this week. Um, we're just going to bullshit for a couple minutes and then we'll get right into our game previews.
1: We got a lot. And we didn't even, we're not doing all the games. We're not doing all the games. We're not doing yeah. all the games. And we still have a lot to talk about. We still, still have <laughs> a lot. We got
0: seven games to get through? Yeah, pretty much. So, so essentially, to give you guys a rundown of what's going to happen and uh, moving forward until the end of the football season, is on Tuesdays we'll come in, uh, we'll recap the week that just happened. So, on Sunday night, Monday night, wherever the games happen, we'll recap them, talk about the big storylines I want to talk about. Um, and then from there, we'll look forward to the next week. So we'll look forward to a Thursday night game, Sunday night, Saturday night game. I'm sorry, Sunday night game, Monday night game. We'll pick those games as well. So it's a little bit of a recap and a little bit of looking forward. So yeah. that's, that's the general gist of uh, the podcast moving forward.
1: Yeah. And then we'll revert back sick. to Saturday nights. Yeah. No <laughs> shit. No shit. Yeah. Hey, real quick before we move on, yeah. did you write the pen pal? I did not. You I did not because I, I forgot not. to put the
0: poll up. So. so, so I'm so put the poll up, still. Okay. But uh, looking through that, it started to dawn on me that, like... You don't want to die? Well, that, plus, like, a lot has to be done for me to write to a pen pal in, in, in jail, right? Um, because it's not just, like, sending a letter and then getting it back, but you have to, like, get, a, like, an actual address on file with these people so they know where to send the fucking letter. Like, it didn't dawn on me that, like, I have to get my physical address out. Yeah. And I don't want to do that.
1: Like, oh, now you I, don't want well,
0: to do I thought, that. I thought it was, it was penpal, but penpal via like email or some shit. You know, they're locked up. Jay. But they have libraries. They have libraries in the fucking jail, all right. They have. What,
1: what? I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure. am sure like one a of a prison them. Prison movie. Yeah, yeah. They
0: always fucking sneak in like drugs in their coochies. Why don't they fucking sneak in? Uh, oh yeah, let
1: me let me shove my Samsung up my ass so I can email Poncho. Yeah, dude, I'm just saying, if it was meant to be, she would do it. Oh my god. <laughs> I wish there was a camera, because I can't express with words my expression. Friend, I
0: legitimately thought the pen pal aspect of this relationship was going to be via electronic communication. I shit you not, that's what I thought. I'm sure they use pen pal as like a, hey, like an olden time kind of like phrase to make it seem all. I didn't realize I had to fucking give away my address, and then if I give my address away, what if the government is like, well, why is
1: Jay fucking writing to criminals all the time? You know what I'm saying? They, They go through your mail. When you send it, they open it up and make sure there's no contraband in no, there. No, no, I
0: get that. But, like, I'm sure somewhere along the line in a database, there's going to be some shit saying that J.C. was fucking sending inmates letters. Like, what's the fuck? Like, where am I? Why, why do I need that on my background check? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> You're something else. <laughs> but I, I swear, I shit you not. I thought it was fucking via email. Wow. There's no words. There's no words. So, yeah, still put the poll up. because I'm, I'm going to put the poll up because now I
1: can't wait. You know what I
0: thought about doing? I thought about, like, um, using a P.O. box. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Set up a shell corporation to hold the P.O. box. Oh, my God.
1: All this to write to Billy Joe, who was an accomplice to murder, and the body was found at a Motel 6. Oh,
0: yeah. That's nice so cherry Coke there. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> don't try to pawn that off as beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. Oh my God.
0: So um, I also did something, was it Sunday night? I haven't done in a while either.
1: What's that? I, I can't wait for this. <laughs> Where do we go from the
0: email to prison? I, listen, is this stupid of me to think that they would fucking shoot you an email with Honestly, with
1: yes. Why? They're in jail. So?
0: They're, they're not like, in jail. They're not on Mars. I'm sure they have fucking libraries at the okay, jail. Okay. They have libraries
1: in jail, but there's not a computer in there. It's like you get, you get th- one. No, no you I get- think there's computers in jails. Yeah, for like your GED, and then you get you have like Billy Billy Bob with the giant like nightstick that could like you know be used as a boat oar standing behind you, be like you got ten minutes to finish your degree, I'll beat the shit out of you.
0: I wonder if like if I was to like send them like letters, if they send me like nudes, how would that work? With the
1: with, the, with yeah, the let thing. me get the CEO to hold the camera <laughs> so I can pose right by the toilet in the prison cell. I'm <laughs> oh, you are you are something. Right. Here's something else? Are we done with this? Can we move on? I don't in? know. When we, Where we leave off before I cut you off they bring you oh, back to Oh, I did something I
0: haven't done in a while either on Sunday night. Yeah? I, I had Taco Bell for the first time in a long time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude. How did that feel the next day? Uh, I, I had to take a nap immediately. <laughs> 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 I, had a, I had a chicken chalupa and I had a beef chalupa, right? You had them both? I, I had them both. They're, they're like small fucking... Tacos. It's like Taco Bell. like It's going to kill you. Exactly, right? So I have both of them, right? And uh, I shit you not, they both tasted the same. <laughs> <laughs> like it was two different meats, but for some reason it just all tastes the same. I forgot that everything at Taco Bell tastes the same. So I had those and I immediately fucking passed out. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the hell's in here? It
1: exactly. I was gone, bro. I wasted my whole fucking Sunday over two chalupas. Wow. Wow. What was I doing Sunday? Oh, yeah, I was working. Working. While yeah. you were in a chalupa coma. Dude, apparently. chalupa. <laughs> chalupa coma. don't lie. Chalupa <laughs> don't
0: lie. Oh my God. Uh, I uh you wanna to go to anything else before we move I mean to the
1: games? no, that's I mean I can't really bring anything up after Chalupa and you know, Pen Pal and <laughs> I'm just gonna cut on that point. I'm
0: just gonna cut on that point. There you so, go. So if I were to go through with this inbay thing, I know I keep coming back to it, but like is it hard to get a PO box? Is what I'm trying to figure out. I don't know. I've never. And do I have a P.O. to give my?
1: You have to like pay, don't you? You Have to like pay like a monthly thing for a PO box? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll have to look into this. We
0: means you. I'm not. Why do I yeah. got to look into? It? I'm not writing to Billy Joe. And by we, I mean at the end of this podcast, you're gonna help me figure out. What to no, do no, no, with no, this no, thing. no, no.
1: No, I want no part of an inmate showing up at PO box or my house. Yeah. No. No. Well, how do they? They won't come to your house,
0: but the PO box.
1: Yeah. Oh, All right, yeah. let's move on. Uh, We're done with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, game previews. Yes. We are finally here, people. Two days away, the NFL season kicks
1: off. Finally,
0: the NFL has come back. Brennan, I cannot tell you how excited I am.
1: It's my goddamn time.
0: Dude, I am so excited. I, I don't know... Why there football It isn't good football all the way around for the whole year. Mm. You know, why don't they have like NFL Part Two during the <laughs> during the other months? <laughs> it would have been the uh, AAF if they could have oh, got well, a deal. Let's not go down that fucking. Hey, you open not, that pot. You open not, that can of worms. But anywho, you know what we should do though? Eventually, uh, is pick XFL teams on the fucking air. Should, I already like, got
1: my team. Who do you got? The the Houston Roughnecks. Why'd you pick them? Because the old school logo, like throwback to the Houston Oilers. And, oh, yes, yes. And we talked that. about this because yeah. of the
0: Oilers logo. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'll have to pick my own fucking team here right. soon. There you go. I'll nope. wait till the end of the season. No pressure. I'll wait about
1: it till the end of the season. No pressure. All
0: right, so the football season is back. We're super excited. Thursday night, the first game of the season, Packers versus Bears.
1: The NFL 100. Oldest rivalry in the NFL.
0: And that will be a great uh, game to kind of kick off the uh, segment with. What are you looking forward towards in that game, and who do you have winning that game?
1: Uh, so what I'm looking forward to in that game, uh, first off, right off the bat, I want to see how Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers are, are actually going to jive uh, in an actual game-time situation. He, he had no reps uh, during the preseason. Uh, he sat out that game, uh, the third game, because it was just a shit show up in Winnipeg. Uh, but he's been chirping all offseason about, you know, Matt LaFleur and the, the scheme and the audibles and all that crap.
0: Well, did you see
1: that um,
0: a report came out today or yesterday that apparently Aaron Rodgers has control now to go ahead and make all the audibles he wants? Oh, really? Yeah, I saw the report that came out that apparently, I guess he won the fight and now he can audible as much as he wants.
1: It's All right, I want to see how that works because there's so many moving pieces in a Shanahan, LaFleur, you know, McVay offense that how are you going to audible when there's like nineteen moving pieces to just one wide receiver lining up at the line. Yeah. But um, but then on like the the other side of the ball, I want to see how Mitch Trubisky looks year two in a Matt Nagy system. Yeah. You know, he's got more time with that. Um granted at times Nagy was a little frustrated during training camp with some of the inaccuracies, but you know I think he's going to be taking a step forward I mean, the two times they played last year, Trubisky had like about 450 yards in the air, two touchdowns and one pick. So, yeah. if he can control control the ball, ball security, you know, I think I think they'll be fine.
0: That's also one of my. Um... One of my things I want to watch out for on Thursday night is how would Trubisky develop? Right. Is he going to be just like he was last year where, let's be realistic, I mean, he was looking for his first person and if he didn't have his service, he's running, you know what I'm saying? Mm. He was doing that rookie thing where nobody's open, uh, the first option I see isn't open, I'm fucking running. Is he going to have the time and the uh, just the wherewithal now to actually go through his progressions, find the open receiver... And make that throw, or is he going to revert back to? Because that's the biggest thing that quarterbacks have to take that leap from, especially running quarterbacks, athletic quarterbacks, right? From year one to year two, or even from college to NFL, is they can't, they shouldn't rely on their athleticism as much and run the ball. They should actually try to get the ball to the receivers via their arm,
1: right? Right, exactly. I mean, like Trubisky, even in college, he only had like a cup of coffee, it was like 13 games. But one other thing I'm looking forward to is to see how the Packers defense holds up with, you know, with this naggy offense. Because, I mean, last year the Packers, they weren't that great against the run. And the Bears have three running backs that are mm-hmm. su- like Mike, uh, Chris Davis, I believe, or Mike Davis. Either way, the guy's last name's Davis, Tariq Cohen, and then that kid Dave, uh, Montgomery that they took out of college. They're all dynamic. They can all run the ball. They can line up outside. So it would be interesting to see how they how they stop the run. Is Nagy going to test them and start pushing the run first and, and see if they can stop them? That's another thing I'm looking forward to.
0: Cool, cool. Um I'm looking forward to that new look uh, Packers defense.
1: Yeah. Um, they took
0: two they did revamp it. Yeah, they revamped. They took uh, they took what three players in like the first how many rounds? Like four or five rounds of the draft for regardless, they took a bunch of uh, new kids to Plus a former pair. Exactly, right? So I, I'm really tempted to see how um, that defense will look for the Packers. On the other end, the the Bears defense. Vic Fangio left for yeah, he's the head Denver. coaching job, right? Yep. So I'm also interested to see how those guys will rebound. Like, is Khalil Mack and, and that offense and the defensive line going to come out, you know, swinging just like they did last year? Right. Um. Or is Vic Fangio leaving going to actually cause some issues for the right.
1: guys? I mean, Chuck Pagano's no slouch, but you know, when Vic Fangio leaves, you're going to be taking a step back. Sure. But um,
0: well, anytime this change or uh, or coaches are you know different coaching staffs come in, like there's gonna be some sort of you know uh, ebb and flow of playing football. It's not gonna be just straight up like great all the time or straight up right. bad all the time. It depends on the coaching staff right. as well and who's coaching you.
1: Exactly. Um, so Vegas is calling this over the over under. I'm not gonna do the point spread or the, the line, but over under is uh, is 46. I'm going with the Bears, but give me the under. I don't think they're going to hit 46. If I had to like guess a score, I'm thinking 21, 17 Bears. Well, I actually
0: guessed the scores. I was like, Packers 27, Bears 21. Okay. I actually went ahead and gave picks.
1: uh, uh, I actually went ahead and gave scores for all these picks as well. Sweet. But you're rolling with the Packers.
0: I'm rolling with the Packers. Okay. Um, Like I said, I think this is the year for Aaron Rodgers, where he's at a pivotal um, mark in his career, where he's either going to ascend to you know greatness again or he's just going to be labeled as a guy that I can't get along with head coaches because yep. this will be two head coaches now that he can't get along with. So mm-hmm. I, I, for his sake, I'm hoping it's the first where, you know, he, he just fucking returns to his MVP form and he leaves the Packers back to the playoffs. Right. At the end of the day, man, like when the Packers are good, the NFL is good. Right. Like there are marquee franchises, Bears, Packers, um, you know, Chiefs, whoever it is, marquee franchises, Cowboys. If in the playoffs, is good stuff. You know right. What I'm saying? So I, I, I'm hoping that those guys make a comeback.
1: Awesome, awesome. All right, what's the next game? We're getting moving to?
0: moving on to the next game. We have here is the Browns and Titans.
1: <laughs> I know you have oh the hype tree. I know you have
0: quite a bit of feelings into how you believe the Brown season is going to pan out. Yep. Um, and for me, the biggest thing that I'm gonna the, the biggest thing that I'm gonna watch out for here is freddie kitchens and his in-game adjustments right and this is big uh a lot of times what you'll see is uh with new head coaches they'll come out with their first 15 plays right they'll they'll be great right and then the other team makes adjustments this is when a new head coach will have his pitfalls where he can make those on-the-fly adjustments yep and being that this is his first time being a head coach i feel like it's even more of a hindrance for him, you know?
1: Right, and is there even any, like, senior people on his staff that, like, I mean, when he took over, there was, uh, Greg Williams was there. Mm-hmm. Great, Greg Williams is, like, a defensive guy, but, you know, at least it's someone you can bounce ideas off of. I mean, even with the my Dolphins, up until three months ago, it was Brian Flores with Jim Caldwell, yeah. a former head coach, that the rookie head coach could bounce ideas off of Jim and see what happens. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, uh, like, in-game strategy, When, you know, the jig is up. Exactly. You know, it's not just 15 games, 15 plays, like you said. Because it's
0: always those first scripted 15 plays that, like, coaches come out and have great success with or rookie head coaches. Yeah. But then they can't make those adjustments in-game to the counter-adjustments by the opponent.
1: Right, right. Uh, Another thing, I'm going to stick with the the Brown side of the ball. Uh, I want to see how this offensive line... Is going to look, uh, you know, against the Titans. The Titans is, a, you know, is a decent defense uh, against the pass. They were top five last year against the run. They were, you know, bottom tier. But this is a Mike Vrabel defense. The defense played hard all all year last year. And the one chink in the armor was the offensive line. They addressed that last week with the with a trade. Uh, but I just I want to see how that how that pans out and what the dynamic is amongst you know the that new offensive line unit, yep. especially you know. You, you got to protect. You got to protect the asset back there, Baker Mayfield. Yep. A couple of times against Tampa Bay, he was getting lit up pretty good. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm keeping an eye on for the Browns.
0: Yeah, and I, and I'm hoping that there'll be some sort of uh, some sort of rapport uh, built throughout training camp between OBJ and Baker.
1: Right. Um,
0: obviously, it won't be in game. Um, it won't be in game. Oh, look at that! Rams lock up golf. Rams signed golf to a four-year extension. Oh, look at that! Uh, um, but uh, hopefully, there's some rapport there. You obviously you have to. I think it'll take three or four games during in the season for them to actually be in sync. Um, but we'll see how how those guys look on uh, on Sunday night or Sunday day. Awesome. Um, in regards to the Titans, truthfully, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't see the Titans win this game. I think even I think even if uh, the Browns crap the bed, I think the the Browns defense is good enough to overwhelm that Titans offense. Mm. And I think that's the key to the game. The key to the game itself is going to be how good does the Browns' uh, defense contain Mariota and keep him in the pocket without having him run out the ball and throw it down the, down the field.
1: Right, especially with that offensive line, Taylor Lewan, he's out mm-hmm. for four games. Yeah. He's suspended for, what was it, like PED use or hand yeah. like substance or some crap like that. Which so, makes complete sense when you look at Taylor Lewan. Right, right. He looks bad, shit crazy. crazy. He's, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's great. If you want a sound clip, just put a microphone in yeah, front of him. But, um, you know – that's, that's kind of where I'm at with the, with the Titans. That, you know, Mariota, what's he going to do? I mean, the, they're pass catchers I'm not really in love with. I'm not really mm-hmm. buying Derrick Henry. But I will say this. Vegas is calling this as a 45-and-a-half over-under. Yeah, I'm taking the under. I, I'm taking the under, but I'm taking Tennessee in an upset really? on the road. Well, yep.
0: What do you think the score's going to be? Uh, I didn't... I have it a low-scoring game at 17-10. to 10. Um, I had the Browns winning. I don't think it's going to be high explosive uh, offense just yet um, for those guys, but I think it's going to be a grinded out kind of game. So 17-10 Browns win.
1: Yeah, I can buy that just with Tennessee. I just – with all this hype and, and everything and, you know, all the all the you know media attention surrounding, surrounding Cleveland. I mean, even yesterday, Delaney Walker, the tight end for the Titans, he even came out and pretty much was saying everything that – the casual fan and other people around the league are thinking of, you know, th- you haven't done anything yet. Mm-hmm. We haven't even played a meaningful game yet. And you're already being penciled in for the Super Bowl. Let's worry about week one. And if anyone's going to play spoiler, I think it's going to be this uh, this Titans defense. So give me Tennessee uh, under the 45 and a half uh, over under. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, next game,
0: uh, my beloved New England Patriots versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a Sunday night game, 8.25 uh, p.m. Um, And what I'm watching for out of this Patriots team in the first couple weeks is, what is their identity going to be? Um, I know towards the end of the year, last year, these guys went more into a run heavy offense. It was more of a ground and pound, kind of bruise them up kind of uh, attack. Um, But don't be so sure that it's gonna be the same exact offense this year as well. These guys are known to kind of adjust on the fly and sure, um, I, you know, Tom Brady's getting a little bit older and, you know, he's up there in age, but I still think he can sling it around. I still think with that receiving core, I would not be shocked if it came out singing the ball 30, 40 times um, on on Sunday night.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can buy that. Um, I'm going to talk about the uh, the Pat side, how, how I think they could, you know, seal the win on Banner Night. Uh, they're going to have to limit the run game of Pittsburgh. I mean, mm-hmm. even last year, that one game in Pittsburgh – James Conner didn't start. It was uh, Jalen Samuels, and he ran for almost like 150 yards. So, and you know that opened up the play action, the passing game for Big Ben and Juju, and I think AB was playing that week. Yeah. He didn't sit out that that week. But you know, shut down the run. I think uh, I think you'll be able to control the aerial attack for uh, for for the uh, the Steelers. And I expect Gilmore to shadow Juju Smith-Schuster a lot. And I think Bill Belichick is just going to see if you know James Washington yep. and Dante Moncrief is going to beat them. And, so. I, and I think you're
0: spot on with that. The Steelers' key to victory is play. Uh, so on the other, on the other, on the other end for the Steelers uh, against the Patriots is um, they're going to have to play tight man-to-man coverage on the Patriots' wide receivers and hopefully uh, disrupt the uh, Brady's pocket, basically. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a book on Brady all day, every day, is you play tight man-to-man coverage on the receivers, and you disrupt the, disrupt the offense from the middle.
1: Especially with that offensive line, exactly. now that that center went down. Exactly.
0: I'm a little worried about David Andrews and his blood clot issues, Right. But we did pick up that guy, uh, Bodine, Bodine whatever his name is, from, from the Buffalo Bills, yep. and hopefully that guy can kind of uh, step up for us and uh, contribute. In regards to the overall score, I'm taking Patriots 28, Steelers 24. Um, what's, uh, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Oh, uh, let's see. God, the Vegas over under is 51. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that's high. I'm taking the under on that. Uh, but I also have the Pats winning on banner night. Okay. Uh, you know, in Foxborough and, and everything like that. And I just think they can say all they want in Pittsburgh that, oh, uh, you know, the, there's no more drama and all this stuff, which is fine and true. But we all know, like, yeah, every know. every conversation leading up to Sunday night at 8.30 yeah. is going to be about A.B. and Bell and all this shit. And, I mean, you don't even have to really worry about that in New England at this point. So give me New England under the and, 51.
0: And you're spot on about that Steelers point. I made this point last week. If If what we know of Antonio Brown now was how he acted in Pittsburgh, then he was a complete hindrance to that team. He was holding that team back. Right, that's, mm-hmm. my, that's my thought process on that situation. If he's gone now, then it's addition by subtraction for the Steelers. Right. Um, now, one last point I'll make about this game is I can actually see the Patriots losing this game. It mm-hmm. happens quite a bit. Um, the Patriots come out on opening night. They fucking lose. I mean, you remember the fucking game in, in Arrowhead three years ago where everybody said you know, we lost 42-14. Yeah. And everybody said, yeah, it's over for Brady. He's done. We do come out sluggish in the first month of the season. I will admit that. Um, Just because we're putting our team together still.
1: Yeah, and the the, the, the Pats have pretty much come out and said the first two or three weeks is just unofficial training camp still. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so so I I, I can see these guys in this game. But truthfully, I don't think it's a realistic option, especially on Banner Night. Right, right. All right. Next game, we are moving on to the Texans and Saints on Monday night.
1: Yeah, game Um, one. It's a doubleheader on Monday night. Exactly.
0: So the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is a new look Texans. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, take it back. It's the Dolphins West. <laughs> no shit. No shit. <laughs> um, and I, just, it's very simple for me. I, I just want to see. If the new additions have turned uh, the Texans into a contender, and I think it might be a little too early to answer that question. You've Gotta give these guys a couple weeks to kind of get into the mold, right? But I want to see what kind of general feel this team has. I want to see if it's uh, a scrappy team, if it's a team that's going to come out and you know know they're talented and they just kind of win off the talent. What kind of team are they? You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, what's the identity? So uh, a lot of a lot of the, what I'm going to say for all these game picks is we don't have any previous knowledge of these teams because preseason I, I really don't put any stock into it. I really don't. But week one, you can kind of figure out what the team vibe is, who's the players, who are going to stand out. And I think that's going to be big, especially for the Texans, because there's a lot of up in the air right now with the Texans.
1: Right, right. And speaking of the Texans, now that you mentioned it, I mean, my my take on the Texan side of the football right now is, I mean, we can expect Duke Johnson to be the running back one uh, on Monday night against uh, against the Saints down in New Orleans. You know, with Kiki QT, he's one of their slot wide receivers, you know, jack-of-all-trades kind of deal. He's more than likely going to miss. So, you know, uh, Deshaun Watts is probably going to be targeting Duke a lot more on, you know, cheap dump-off passes and and check-down-Charlie kind of throws. Uh, Hopkins is probably going to be shadowed by Marshawn Lattimore on the Saints defense. I still expect Hopkins to probably win a lot of those contested catches. It's no slouch. I'm not saying that Lattimore is a slouch. It's just... DeAndre Hopkins yep, like yep. he'll find a way to make that catch yep. just check out highlight tape it, it's a it's a friggin' fact and I want to see Watson I want to see how, you know even with the improvements on this offensive line his biggest issue is he holds on to the ball for too goddamn yeah. long. Yep. And, he has the Cam
0: Newton syndrome. Right.
1: And especially, you can't hold onto this ball, on to the ball that long with a suspect offensive line at best still against a Cam Jordan-led front four. That's just a bad recipe all around. You've got to get rid of the ball. I Frank. find it fascinating that a lot of these guys don't see that. It's
0: crystal clear, maybe. Um, uh, I mean, you see how Brady gets rid of the ball within, like, two seconds, right? Right. Like, how can people not see that, hey, my offensive line is no near as good as the Patriots line. I got to make sure I get the ball quicker than that. Is it just the offenses they have built around these guys? I is on think the coaching of...
1: staff that they can't figure this shit out either? Right. What I can think of is with Watson, if you look uh when Will Fuller plays, him and Will Fuller have a, you know, a connection. It's always the home run ball. Yeah. There's never like Will Fuller underneath for 15 yards. It's Will Fuller over the top for 45 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. So I don't know if he's just waiting for the home run ball and making the hero throw, but he was sacked 62 times last year. Th- if the Texans are going anywhere this season, Watson needs to stay upright, protected, and be smart with the football. Well, of
0: course, man. The second he went down with his injuries, man, that team was over. Right. You know I'm um, on the Saints side, I really want to see if there's some sort of game plan for Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. That's my first point. If there's some sort of long-term thinking by Sean Payne and the coaching staff. Um, is there some sort of let's lean on the run game, preserve that arm, uh, make sure he doesn't throw it 50 fucking times a game. What kind of game plan is there for Drew Brees' preservation? Because that's a valid point that coaching staff has to think about for the long-term, for the playoff success of this team.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, piggybacking on that on that Brees take, I mean, that's my first bullet point is, you know, will Brees look like his old self? Or is the breeze that we saw the last six weeks of the season of the playoffs last year the real Drew Breeze we can expect at this point moving forward throughout the season? Are they Like you said, we talked about last week, are they going to put him on a pitch count, mm-hmm. essentially? Are they going to limit his throws? We can't have him throwing the ball 39 times a game. Load
0: management in the NFL. Right.
1: <laughs> um, and then the other thing, Michael Thomas should have a fucking day. Yeah. There's nobody in that secondary sure. for the Texans that scares me. Now that uh, Tyron Matthew is now a chief. Uh, playing in, in Kansas City. There's there's nothing that scares me. So Michael Thomas should have a day. Teddy Ginn Jr. should have a day. If Jared Cook plays, he should have a day. So that's, uh, that's on the offensive side of the ball. Defense, uh, I want to see uh, how... Laramie Tunsil and the uh, the two rookies on the O-line, you know, stack up against this front four and front seven. I think you're going to oh. see dynamic looks on the defensive front, and I don't, I don't think they're going to be ready. Yeah. <laughs> in all honesty, this could be a bad fucking performance by the offensive line. For the Texans, right? Yeah, for uh, the Texans.
0: And I, and I think uh, that is a perfect segue into what I think is going to happen on Monday night. I think being in the Thunderdome, right, or Superdome, mm-hmm. um, on Monday night, season opener, I think this is going to be a little bit of a blowout. Uh, I think the Saints are going to come out swinging. Uh, 35-17 is my final score. Um, it's going to take a couple of weeks for all the new additions for the Texans to kind of mesh with the rest of the team. And in, that, in doing so, it's going to be the blowout that I think will be on Monday night.
1: All right. Uh, I'm going the opposite. I mean, they, this is the highest total on the board for the week What's one slate. On uh, 53. That's pretty big. So that's the highest one on the board. Give me the over and attract me in the Dome. It's. I, I think it's going to be a shootout. There's really no one on this defense for the the Houston Texans. Like I said, that scares me. I mean, J.J. Watt and you know Whitney merciless. That's really that's really it. Clowney's not there anymore. Yeah. So, I expect a shootout. Uh, give me, give me the Saints. Give me the Saints winning at home. I okay. in the dome. Safe bet. Safe
0: bet. Um, the next game, and I'll be truthful with you. I I didn't give this one much thought. The
1: Broncos and Raiders. Part two. Right. If you're staying awake on Monday night,
0: right? I um, the more I look at this Broncos team, the more I think they're going to be a bad team, bro. I can't see it. I can't see it. I I don't have faith in Joe Flacco. I mean, you can't
1: be worse than Case Keenum. You really hmm. can't.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true, but I think at this level, at this point in his career, Joe Flacco is not that guy that's going to get you a ten and six kind of season. It might be like seven and nine, dude. Truthfully, maybe six and ten. I, this team has six and ten written all over it to me. Like the more I look at it, when I was doing some of the uh, the I was doing the uh, the preview for today's podcast, I was like, I can't find anything I like about the uh, about the Broncos. I like nothing about them. I don't like the running back Philip Lindsay. I don't like. I guess I like Von Miller. That's really it. Um, but I I don't I don't see anything. Do you see anything that? I do. I'm missing here?
1: I do. Go for it. I mean, Joe Flacco, call him what he is, you know, plain Joe. I call him Joe Flucco. Um Emotionless Joe. <laughs> the fact remains that he still has an amazing arm. He can push the ball downfield. You have, inhu- like, not even human, uh, Emmanuel Sanders coming back, like, seven months from blowing his Achilles yeah. out. He doesn't <laughs> even look like he missed a beat. Phillip yeah. uh, Philip Lindsay's going to be back. He's slated to play uh, coming off of that wrist injury. And then on the other side of the ball, you have uh, Cortland Sutton that can stretch the ball, uh, stretch the field. Uh, He's second year out of Southern uh, SMU, Southern Methodist University. I think there's a lot of potential with this team. The defense is still intact. They got Chris Harris Jr. locked down the secondary a little bit. So I think I'm not expecting the Broncos to be like a 10-win team, but I do expect them to surprise people. But in this game, I want to see how is this offense going to look under Flacco? Uh, Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman. How are they going to divvy up the back, uh, the carries? Royce Freeman is my breakout candidate this year, uh, so it'd be interesting to see. Are they just going to use him in the goal line? Is he going to get a little bit more run than Philip Lindsay? And then the defense, I just expect this front seven for Denver to have its way. With the with the Raiders' offensive line, especially with Richie Incognito missing the first two games because of uh, you know his suspension for his great, field issues.
0: Great point there because one of the notes I have is Raiders win this game if they neutralize Von Miller and run the ball. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't let Derek Carr sit back there and have this defensive line tee up on him, mm-hmm. I think that's the key to the game. And like I said, I do like Von Miller and that defensive line. That's probably the only part of the team that I do like. Um, but I still have the Raiders winning 17-7. And the thing I'm really curious to see about besides uh, the defensive stuff is how is A.B. and Derek Carr going to mesh, right? Yes, what kind of, that's my first point. What kind of, what kind of demeanor does A.B. have on the sidelines? Uh, obviously, he'll put on a, a fake and a front for Monday Night Football. I get that. But, you know, the energy in the huddle, the energy running back to the huddle, like if he if he doesn't get ball thrown toward him, how is he going to yak kind of thing? So I'm, I'm going to watch every little thing that they have on Antonio Brown Monday night as well. Right,
1: right. And a back on ab i mean he hasn't played a rep in the preseason it seems like he's not going to miss he's going to play week one but how many reps is he going to be in like do how do do we even know the condition of his freaking feet like we don't know man. is he gonna is, is he so just gonna vague. play three series and it's gonna be be like all right terrell williams like have mm-hmm. at it god bless you yeah. um and it's not an easy offense to get this is a very wordy West Coast-style offense with John Gruden, and it took almost all year for Derek Carr just to get that under, under wrap. So, awesome. A.B., I'm not, I'm not doubting your work ethic, but this is still a hard play uh, playbook to understand. Vegas is calling this as a 43 total. I'm taking the under and yeah. give me Denver yeah. on the road.
0: All right, we got two games left to pick, uh, Cowboys versus Giants and the Panthers versus Rams. Uh, Cowboys versus Giants. I have faith that within the next 24 hours, Ezekiel will come to terms and show up to 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 the building tomorrow. I think it's happening. I think he's in Dallas. Yeah, he, he just
1: landed about an hour and a half ago.
0: He just landed from uh, his little stint down in Cabo. He's back in Dallas. Um, he He's there as in, uh, I guess, good faith to make sh- uh, to kind of show Jerry Jones that he's willing to be mm-hmm. up there and sure I get the, the contract closed. So I have faith in him. I think he'll be on the field on Sunday. Um I I think with Dallas, Zeke, and Amari, they're going to win this game. It's at home. You know what I'm saying? It's Eli Manning. I have absolutely no faith in Eli Manning. I, I'm waiting for the day. Part of the whole Daniel Jones thing coming in and playing as soon as possible— the, I'll be happy that Eli Manning is fucking done with the NFL. Like, I just want him gone, and I fucking hate his guts. So, wow. so, I, I, so this want to lay purely, down the couch. This and just is purely, do therapy? this is purely a hate pick, and I'm not even gonna pretend to be like, oh, if you look at it this way, in the game, but no, fuck, I fucking hate Eli Manning. Hope he fucking tears his ACL. I don't ever want to fucking see his face ever again. Wow, I'll
1: done. keep the objective side over here on the table. <laughs> I don't care.
0: I really don't care. You know what I'm
1: saying? So, for my notes on this game, uh, is Dallas side. Cooper should be able to play. It doesn't sound like he's going to miss. Uh, he sat out most of the preseason training camp with uh, with the plantar fasciitis issue. But he seems to be playing. Uh, I want to see what happens when coverage starts rolling towards Coop. Uh, I expect Michael Gallup to be seeing a lot of looks yeah. uh, on the other side of the ball. He showed flashes last year towards the end when him and Dak had a rapport. Um, and then how will uh, how are the Cowboys going to look with Kellen Moore being the offensive coordinator? Yep. You know, it's a whole new scheme. There's been a bunch of distractions off the field. Uh, I want to see how this offense is going to jive. On the Giants' side, Shepard should be good to go for this game. Uh, It's also going to be interesting to see how they use Melvin Ingram and – not Melvin Ingram, Jesus, Evan Ingram. Yeah in this offense because a couple of times in preseason they were using it in, in uh, some interesting looks, tight end screens for, for big, for big yardage. So, and then in the red zone, I want to see how they're going to use him in uh, Shepard uh, down in the red zone as well too. Uh, and then Eli, despite what you just said on your little rant, uh, he looked great in the preseason live arm. Uh, he, he, he can still be quick against the Cowboys if he keeps this momentum going. And I think Daniel Jones really lit a fire under his ass because if you even look at preseason game three, the guy was willing to run downfield to start blocking for his running back. So I think he's ready, ready to go. Um, Vegas, over-under is 45 and a half. I'm going to take the under, but yeah. I'm going to take the Giants in an upset. Wow, Saquon Giants was an upset. Saquon huh? Barkley. Wow, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be a huge key, especially with the quick dump off passes and. and When's the last time Giants won in uh, Dallas? <sighs> was it two, two I years ago. I think they've only won
0: once there, right? If I have it correct.
1: Maybe I know it was like it, it wasn't last year. It was yeah, like two years yeah. ago, at least.
0: Uh, my final score for the game is 20 to 17. Low scoring game. A yeah. lot of. Um, a lot of ball possession, running the game kind of uh, game plan. Um, but I think I'm also intrigued to see how does Jason Wynn fit into this offense? Right. How does he fit into this offense? You know what I'm saying? What do they bring him back for? To block?
1: To I, be I a think, player coach? That's really all I can right, think of. Right? I mean, I
0: mean I, I I'm getting some thought. And, like, the guy, I watched some preseason games. He didn't look that good. Like, running down the, down the field, obviously
1: he's not who he used to be, right? right?
0: But, like, what is he there for? You know? I think –
1: I, think if, coach? I I honestly think so. Really? I think if this season goes south, Jason Garrett's going to be out the door. I would not be shocked if Jerry World was like, ah, we're just going to have Jason Witten be our head coach. Is that and, your impersonation? And Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is going to be our uh, offense coordinator. You know, we've got a lot of pieces of the pie that we got to divvy out. So, this really like first come, first serve. So, hopefully, you know, Zeke comes back. We figure that out. And then if this goes south. We'll figure out the head coaching deal, and uh, you know I'm, I'm hoping my boy Jason Witten can really, really anchor this team. All right, I like
0: your impersonation. I thought it was I thought it was okay. I think it was spot on. Uh, you know, for a second I was like, "Where's the Puma at?" I fucking hate Jerry I like, Jones. Why, I, I fucking hate Jerry Jones. Like, that's is, the best part. I was like, "Why is Jerry Jones sitting in the Pumas?" That's that's the uh, that's this? that's the best part. Yeah, I can't stand him. <laughs> um, dude, before uh, before we move on, did you see that uh, the Raiders put up Sean Kaiser?
1: Yeah, what the fuck they the have four that? quarterbacks on like, the roster, they doing? but they put Peterman on IR. But like, what? Well, I don't it's, get dude, it. Dude, it's it's Oakland. I don't get. I don't get John it's Gordon. Oakland. I don't get him. He's he's picking his guys. It doesn't matter what Derek Carr does. Yeah, I do not think he's making the trip to Vegas next mm-hmm, year, mm-hmm. especially when his contract is very cuttable next year. They don't have to worry about the cap.
0: Isn't he building a house next to John Gordon's house? Yeah,
1: trying to, you know, that's fucking. Kind of, that's kind of It's that's like the equivalent of bringing an apple to the, the teacher every day at school, putting yeah. it on the desk. And yeah, no, she ain't. Like, eating imagine, that fucking apple.
0: imagine you, like, pitching up a fucking house next to your boss. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess our, your boss is cool. Sand too, so it'd be, right.
1: <laughs> it'd be cool. But like, but even still, everyone would be like, be like everyone be like, this motherfucker. What the fuck are you doing here? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's you cool. could you could never call out sick if you were no shit. Pull the snarl on the door, Brandon. Like, I know you're full of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm coming in. So. The
0: uh, the infamous this motherfucker line. Yeah, no This doubt.
1: motherfucker. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt.
0: Uh, last game that we're gonna pick, uh, Rams versus Panthers. Um, very simple I'm intrigued to see how Cam Newton's health is man mm-hmm. that's the biggest million dollar question with the Panthers organization can he stay healthy what's his health at right now um, we've seen Cam when he's healthy and he has time be one of the better quarterbacks in the league right um, but obviously it's so concerning with how long he holds the ball on he just holds it and holds it I'm like yeah I'm yelling throw the fucking ball dude right like I don't understand and what and he takes the sack and throw the ball away and then he tries to run around and he thinks he's the quickest person on the field it's like dude like, I get it. I get it. You're, you're Superman, but still, throw the fucking ball away, you know? Right. So the biggest thing I'm looking for, looking forward to this whole season, truthfully, is just how Cam Newton's health is going to progress. Right. Yep. Because if you say it's healthy, that team is going to be a good team.
1: Right. I mean, that was my first bullet point. I'm not even going to add more to the Cam Newton bit. Just stay healthy. He got banged up in the uh, the preseason. But uh, I really want to see DJ Moore and, um, Curtis Samuel. and Curtis Samuel. Big fan. Uh, you, there was... you went where
0: you went to school at? You someone went to school
1: Go by guys. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, but yeah, D.J. Moore, second year, is he going to take a big step forward? Right now, he's the wide receiver one, but there's been rumblings out of training camp from unguardable, right? B- right. Beat yeah. reporters is that Samuels has been unguardable down the field, uh, and it seems like Cam and, and him have a connection down the field as well, too. So, you know, that, there's always that big play opportunity. Uh, defense, I want to see how this reworked front four can work with, you know, Gerald McCoy and, you know, that Burns kid they took in the draft. And, Ron Rivera is coaching for his job. Let's well, not mince words here. And I he's thought a, he was gone last And year he's a defensive him. guy. Yeah. So he's taking the reins of the defense. He's got the big bodies up front. And Luke Kuechly is quarterback in that defense. It's going to be interesting to see how they stack up against this high-flying Rams offense.
0: I also want to see what the game plan for Christian McCaffrey is. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a lot of uh, lean heavily on him and run up the, run up the middle, kind of gut thing, whatever with him? Or is it more come out of the backfield? What's the game plan going to be with him? Right. <sighs> um moving to the ram side this is also intriguing to me uh, i want to see how i've already said my bit about how these guys are gonna have a super bowl hangover so i want to see what kind of urgency they come out with on sunday um is it going to be like you know hair on fire or let's tackle everything inside kind of thing or is it that sluggish hangover feel from from last year so mm. i'm intrigued to see how McVay can rally his troops um, what kind of uh, tone they want to set early on for the season. Because it's very simple. Hangovers happen when you have a shit loss last year, you build it up, and then you come out sluggish. If you come out on fire, you can probably get through that hangover. But if these guys come out sluggish, it might just go downhill from there.
1: Right, right. And, you know, sticking on that Rams side uh- – First bullet point: Hangover or business as usual. I'm leaning a little bit. More, I'm leaning a little bit more towards business. But as you can usual. see the
0: merits of the right, Hangover Right, argument, right? Like
1: the, you know, it could go it could go south real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm leaning towards business as usual, especially with Cooper Cup. He's back. His knee doesn't look like it's an issue. The, the guy looks like he's, I guess he's put on you know more muscle mass and and whatnot. And he was a crucial part of that offense last year. So I expect Cup is going to be the key to this game. Uh, and then, how much work is a Todd father going to get? Is he? Are they going to try to make it a point to give him like 15 to 20 touches? After all these rumors of oh, he's going to be on a managed workload and all this other stuff. Are we going to see Malcolm Brown and and Darren uh, or Daryl Henderson uh, sightings throughout this game? On the defensive side, I think it's business as usual. You got Aaron Donald, you got Dante Fowler. Um, the only missing piece is Lamarcus Joyner. He went to uh, he went to Oakland. Their nickel safety. Uh, but I think it's still business as usual. Vegas over-under is at 50. Give me the over. Give me the Rams on the road.
0: Uh, I have uh, the Panthers winning that game, I believe, 28-25. Uh, but just to give you guys that breaking news uh, from Adam Schefter while we're on the air here, Rams are signing quarterback Jared Goff to a four-year extension, which essentially ties him to the team for the next six seasons in total. Oh, shit. Um, So 2024 is when he'll be able to be, like, free or on the market. Good on
1: him. I mean, even McVay. McVay, beginning of the offseason, was banging that drum pretty hard to make sure Goff got paid. So, yeah, get, a, get on Goff. Really yeah. show really showed the potential once he got out of uh, Jeff Fisher's offense.
0: Yeah, so good for him, man. Looks like he got his big contract. Um, it's funny because this guy looked like he was a bust a couple of years ago. Um, I still don't believe in him fully. I think I've seen enough from him so far that I believe he's not the next great quarterback. He's not the next you know tier of like you know Patrick Mahomes and Carson Wentz if he can be healthy tier. But he's that second tier of quarterbacks where he can just kind of get by, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Fine by um, me. Yeah, so it looks like he got his big payday, man. Uh, and uh, I think I already said the Rams. I have the Panthers winning 20-25. Right, 25.
1: right. So, I'm excited, man. It's I'm back. stoked. My it's God. back. Yeah. The other game I'm watching real quick, we only have to do a deep dive. Colts, Chargers. I want to see how the Chargers look with that offense. Without Melvin Gordon, I'm not too worried about the backfield. Yeah. And I want to see how Jacoby Brissett plays yeah. after he just got his contract reworked and looks like yeah. he's got more faith from the front office. But – yeah, those are the game. We'll keep I, my I eye think on that's too. gonna
0: be a bloodbath, truthfully. Why? I think uh, I think that Chargers with just the amount of talent they have will walk in and just hit them in the face. And I think with all the instability going on with just you know with uh, the Percents being thrown to the starting lineup, I think that's gotta have some sort of effect on the
1: on the on the Colts side. Eh, I mean, I'm going I'm going with the Colts just because they're all. Yeah, you f- get the Colts winning this? Yeah, on the, right. I mean, it's it's an air quote road game, but. The Chargers don't even have fans that show up at their own stadium. Right. So it's, um, it's almost like a hostile environment for well, 16 weeks. The worst part is anyways. they
0: have a great fucking team, too. Right. right? But it's fucking L.A. People are out there just living the fucking life. Why, why go to a fucking game when everything else is awesome I out there? It's not
1: even in L.A. It's like in Carson. Oh, is it really? Yeah. It's, it's not even in, like. Where are they playing out this year? The StubHub Arena. Wow. Um, But for the Colts side, I mean, the offensive line's still there. Uh Derwin James, the the Chargers starting safety, he's not playing. They have a rookie lined up back there who's good. But, I mean, you know, Derwin James is Derwin James. He's like an all-pro. So I expect T.Y. Hilton to stretch the field. Eric Ebron to get some looks. I, I think Jacoby's going to ball out as well, too, on the road. Jacoby's Give me the Colts. Kid. Yep. Give me the Colts. All I'm right. buying. I'm buying the Coltrane. I think if anyone's going to write this ship, it's Frank Reich and Jacoby Brissett.
0: All right. All right. Anything else that stands out for you that you really want to keep an
1: eye on on Sunday? Uh, how how brutal of a beating is it going to be for my Dolphins? Oh. <laughs> like how bad? What do plan? Baltimore. Oof. Baltimore. Oh shit! Somebody dead. Somebody yep. dead. Five zero. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Like no offensive line. Yeah. No defense is okay at best. Yeah. No. Just let the 0-16 parade begin.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I will probably not uh, probably not watch a single minute of that game. Uh, well, Actually, I'm going to watch Red Zone all day on Sunday. You're not going to see so... the Dolphins in the Red Zone. I'll tell you that much right now. I'll tell you that much right yeah. now. So here's my plan on Sunday. I'm going to wake up, right? Wake up at 8 o'clock. I'm going to go hit the gym up real quick, right? Get back by 1. Sit there until fucking 11 p.m. at night. There you go. It's going to be awesome, dude.
1: There you go. I can't wait. It's a life. I can't
0: wait. I, I know for me personally, sometimes around hour four, four and a half, I get a little like antsy. I gotta yeah, you got to go take a break. Yeah, I got to take a little break. So I go outside, grab some food, you know what I'm saying, drive yeah. it off a little bit, but then I come back and I'm right back at it.
1: Right, right. <laughs> Sick. It's back. Yeah. It's back and it feels fucking oh, good. Oh, God, it's so good. Uh, all right. Uh, other than that, I have nothing else I want to head on, bro. It's... That's really it. That's all I got, too. So, uh, the podcast, like us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, at Pro Football Radio Podcast, Twitter, at PFR Podcast. I'm on the Twitter, Brando underscore Puma. Jay Chima is at Jay Chima. You can find content on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, fucking YouTube, if I can pry Joe away from his classroom and, you know, turn the uh, the audio uh, to YouTube compatibility, but... You can find us on all that all those platforms like subscribe, download, share with your friends, give us feedback, let us know and uh, keep us honest with our season picks that we made last week. So yeah, is, uh, is Joe down in Florida, or is he No, evacuated? he's back. He came back uh, last week. So for those of you that don't know, Joe is going down to Florida for college. He's our producer. He's our uh, he's our producer. And uh, he went down there for college, and he immediately had to come back because of uh, the hurricane that's sitting off the coast uh, that's in Category 5 right now. Yeah. So I don't even think he's going back until at least the end of the week.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. Dude, I, I was watching the news, and apparently the uh, it's just – uh, the hurricane, uh, it's Category 5 right now, but it's moving at, like, an a enormously slow pace. Yeah. It's moving, like, in 30 hours, it's moved 30 miles. Yep. It's just sitting there, just wreaking fucking havoc. I feel bad for those guys down there, man. Fuck global warming. You know what's funny, man? Like, I know we get our shit up here. Like, we get our fucking snow and we get our, like... Right. Our issues up here, but we never have to be, like... Oh god, we might die. <laughs> right. No shit. Like <laughs> Oh, 20 inches of rain in 24 hours? Oh, okay. Like what's the like I get it in Florida it's kind of nice and like, you know, there's like you can go on a boat and stuff all, all year round.
1: Yeah. But the trade-off bad. is once every like 3 years you you might die. Like it's like fucking hurricanes blowing alligators out of the friggin' Everglades. Like, yeah. "Oh, I really want to dodge this yeah. yield sign and alley the the gator over here." Yeah. Like that. Nah,
0: and then man. there's like all those like Florida man fucking <laughs> stories out there you know what it is it's just trash from the midwest that goes down to florida because it's cheap it's cheap warm weather you can't go to l.a because it's super fucking expensive and all the trash from the midwest like ohio and fucking wisconsin
1: illinois just fucking goes down and does their meth down there jj J is uh view on the midwest is not you know speaking for everyone of the profile oh, who, who lived in the midwest that's, i did that's all right fine. i that's did but i'm not getting shot by your so possible pen pal so from the Midwest. Mess. So, <laughs> Billy Joe, Billy Joe, I'm coming for you. Yeah, Billy Joe, Billy Joe. I think that was all the all the plugs I got. Yeah. All right, all right. As always, we're gonna give the
0: uh, you're fired.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, his, uh, I think that's his his fantasy team name is uh, Vince's uh, Fire. Vince's Vince Fire. So, uh, like I said last week, <gasps> Freddie, I got, I got, you, got you in week one of B- B- the PFR podcast league,
0: but. Is that Vince McMahon sitting
1: here? I, I mean, mean, Vince, I got little Jerry Jones. It's awesome. Check them all trance trance out here. we got all
0: kinds of special guests today at the Pro Football Theater. <laughs> football Radio Theater? Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Or the Pro Football Radio Amphitheater. Yeah,
1: the Amphitheater. There.
0: right. All right, people, Football Team's back. We're uh, we're so glad it's back.
1: We will talk to you guys soon. Talk to you next week. Bye, Continue.